1: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is a CBC Podcast. I got a short one for you all today. This week on Feel Good Friday, the world's most dangerous sex position. Ticks will make you allergic to meat. And leprosy is so hot right now.
0: Did you say what I think you said? Um, yeah. Wait. Um, well, I was going to say that leprosy is so hot right now. That's what you just said. Yeah. I'm actually, I mean, I said, I said a number of
2: things. I'm, uh,
1: I'm familiar with actually, I'm familiar with all of these topics except for the sex position. I, oh, I'm
2: familiar with that, but nothing else. I, I said sex positions, ticks, and leprosy. Now, all three of these things, oddly enough, happen to be directly connected. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> um, let's start. We're going to keep this one uh, brief today because guess what folks, right after we finish recording this, the three of us, along with some other loved ones, uh, we're all going to go see Steven Jenkinson perform here in Halifax, Nova <sighs> Scotia, live. A night of grief and, and mystery. mystery
0: and mystery. Uh, what do you so guys think is going to be mysterious about
2: it? A fucking, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now <laughs> what's going to be mysterious about it is Stephen Jenkinson's outfit. Totally. Dude, Actually, that guy dresses... Yeah. Like he was plucked out of the the nineteen twenties you know, on a farm, right on a farm. Yeah,
1: but you know, you know who he's got similar style to?
2: Uh, Jesse James,
1: Gord Downey. Yeah,
2: yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Gord yeah. Downey really? had a very similar yeah. style. lots of denim. Yeah, for for people yeah, who very, are listening, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he if he if he was driving a motorcycle <laughs> and fell off, his skin would probably be okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> for for people who are listening who don't who don't know who Stephen Jenkinson is. We had him on Sick Boy, and Very if he's hearing this and yeah. didn't hear that episode, then, uh, yeah, you yeah. should do yourself uh, nice a favor and go back and listen to that. Most what was the
2: episode certainly. called? Uh, it was called probably something highly inappropriate um, based on the way I titled the episodes. Actually, the other day, Taylor got mad at me because I, I put the word piss in an episode <laughs> title. Did you get mad? <laughs> yeah, you did. You were like, oh. you're like, oh, 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 dude, I.
1: Oh, I hate the word piss. I do hate the word piss. You know what? You do know, you know what? I, I right actually now? didn't feel. I was pretty agnostic about the word piss. And then Kyla said that she didn't like it. And then I thought and about then... it. And I went, <laughs> and I went, you know what? I think you know, it's actually you. I think it's you. I think you made me not like it.
2: Because of the way I say it? Yes. Because, because <laughs> you say it with such vigor. It really. I say the C word with vigor too. I, I mean, I love all those words that feel like, ugh, like it's hot like you could chew them. You I don't chew. think yeah. it's the C
1: word you're talking about, but a C word that is said with vigor a lot that I that, that I cock. Yes. Yeah. Is that the C word you were talking about? No, no I was talking about cunt, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. cock
2: uh-huh. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cock um, is
1: a cock is it just Cock's a great I one. Cock does it. sound. Cock hey. and
0: piss are, are similar yeah. in the, in their sort of grossness. Yeah, just like, I don't know, they just No, I don't have, have a feel, problem right. with the episode title. That was <laughs> fine. All right, well listen.
2: Um uh go check out Stephen Jenkinson, he's great and he might be coming to your town so like to actually check it out. Um a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how it's kind of cr- fucking like the people who are out here listening to podcasts at 1.5 X need to get like get themselves checked out. I saw that somebody um, wrote about this. It's Kathleen, uh, a, a, a longtime listener of ours, Kathleen, um, wrote in and said, listening to FGF episodes at 1.5 always. Uh, it's hilarious. And I still get all the great info. And uh, I responded and said, someone get this woman some help. <laughs> and she said, it's a, tu- it's a time management issue. Upside Down Smiley. Love you guys. Have listened to every episode and don't want to miss them. And I said, who has the most natural sounding 1.5x voice? And she said, shockingly, all of you. I've been listening for so long, the voices sound normal. Maybe Taylor because he takes so long to ask questions that 1.5 version puts him at normal speed. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that is
1: a mad bird. It's not just
2: the
0: cadence that you <laughs> that you speak at Taylor. It's the <laughs> the amount of words you need to uh, to formulate the oh, questions. I like themselves. a lot of context. Well, you Actually,
1: know what, Kathleen. Um, Listening to podcasts at one point five speed. Um, if you don't already have a mental illness, um, then pick yourself up a copy of the DSM five because that should be in it. Taylor, right now,
2: get out of here, you goddamn jackass! Uh, All right, let's uh, let's get uh, let's get cracking here, um, guys. The fucking news is out. Science has spoken. The world's most dangerous sexual position. We all has been confirmed. We, we
0: all know this. It's, Gotta it's be missionary. It
2: has no, to be. no, definitely
1: not. Dude, I that's think,
0: safe. I, I, would, I was just. Do you know Vanilla? what sex is? No, it's I was safe. thinking.
1: I was thinking missionary because no, I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. because it's the most. It's probably the most popular. I'm sure it's the most popular. You're
0: talking about the. You're talking about like most the total spent. amount of injuries in a position is probably. Missionary because
2: it's the most common sex Because it's position. the most
1: time spent. Most position, most time is spent. I'll give
2: you, I'll give you a clue because it seems like you know. So lo- sure. Here's
1: logic. I was, just, I was just coming at it from a logical angle. That's I all. mean, I,
2: I saw
0: this and I know it, but also it was very intuitive that this would be right. it. Okay. Well, h- here's your clue.
2: <laughs> okay. That's any, pretty any, much all any suggestions <laughs> now other than missionary?
1: I'm thinking cowgirl or and or reverse cowgirl. Well, you said it right, reverse cowgirl. See why reverse why? why Dude, uh, what, that is why? it. Why is it intuitive?
0: It's a that's a dick breaker. Have you done reverse cowgirl? It, is, man? it, it always oh, so,
1: so it feels Yeah. Oh, my dick can't do reverse cowgirl. I can't do that. It but is right, a, Wait, why? Because my dick points straight up in the air.
0: And so what what is the consequence of that?
2: Wait, your dick points straight up in the air?
1: Oh, it's like it, like like I don't I, I don't have any like. Mine
2: goes. I, mine goes ninety have, degrees to the left.
1: <laughs> I don't have any horizontal, <laughs> like, my 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 like when I'm hard, my dick is like my dick is a like flag a flagpole. My dick is like. Is like the broken brake lever on a runaway train. I'm can, gonna come. Like, you, you, can, like, you cannot pull that sucker down. It is locked in a in a vertical position.
2: Um, uh, I, I I I'm I I feel bad for Kathleen having to listen to you say that in 1.5x. Um, the world's most dangerous sex position isn't kinky. It isn't experimental. It isn't face sitting or an adventurous take on the wheelbarrow or anything to do with uh, exercise (laughs) balls, stairs or resistance play. (laughs) You probably even tried it because according to the UK based surgeon, Dr. Karen Raj, who makes educational TikTok videos for his five million strong following, the world's most dangerous sex position is none other than the humble reverse cowgirl. In a that's video, so funny
1: because I've always thought about reverse cowgirl as a as an exotic position from my perspective because I I'm not it's not accessible but, to me in any way, shape, but
0: because or form. it would be dangerous for you to do it, right? Totally. Like no, if you force yourself into that position
1: It would be I I would be I would be fucking on eggshells. I right, think also, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I mean, you you're you're failing to mention the thing that you literally said to us last week, which is that it's the ultimate sin because you're staring down the asshole. Yeah. And you yeah. don't, and that's by your standards. In my religion. Yeah, your God's yeah. not down. Not down. with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God, my God loves that. <laughs> um, uh, in, in a viral video released last year, Raj described how reverse cowgirl position was responsible for, get ready for it, for it 50% of penile fractures in the bedroom. Uh, for those unfamiliar with this position, reverse cowgirl, uh, the giver lies on their back, penis or dildo up the receiver mounts facing the giver's feet. So facing away, back facing the person. Um, And from there, they bounce up and down or grind. Um, (laughs) That's sex. And uh, (laughs) uh, as as this is a position where the receiver is on top, the giver is unable to regulate the speed and momentum of the thrusts. And as Raj deadpanned, quote, if there's any erratic thrusting or movements of the two parties, Uh, of the two parties are not in sync. It could lead to the male Jabberwocky slipping out and being crushed by the female pubic bone. Does it
1: say Jabberwocky? It does say Jabberwocky. What is that that in reference to? I think
2: Jabberwocky is the word that she uses instead of cock uh, to make it TikTok friendly. Oh, okay. I'm I'm curious, like,
0: how uh, the mechanics, like, what the mechanics of a penile fracture are because... I understand, like, intuitively, I can grasp, like, the feeling of your dick being really hard and, you know, bending in an unconventional yeah. way that would lead to what you would refer to as a fracture. It's only but there's fractured
1: no... until you are, are soft. And but then, then your the fracture goes away.
0: I, but that's not true, right? Like, there, I mean, obviously, there's no bone in your penis. So, like, yeah. how does that, how does well, that work? Yeah. I'm glad
2: you asked, Brian. Ah! Um. Fuck. <laughs> As Raj described, although there isn't a literal bone in a penis, um, dicks can still break. So a penile fracture is actually a tear to the tunica albugina. He said in the video, uh, might not have pronounced that one right. But albagina. Al, al, albugina. Um, this is a rubbery sheath of tissue that allows a penis to enlarge in width and length during an erection. Um, the reverse cowgirl is only really dangerous to penetrators with penises, so it's not going to happen if you're using a dildo. Maybe you break the dildo. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, as it turns out, dicks can be broken in many different and surprisingly pedestrian positions. A 2017 study published in the International Journal of Impotence Research found that doggy style was the most dangerous sex position, according, uh, accounting for 41% of all penile fracture cases. Coming in second was missionary with dick on top. And at 25%, and then uh, uh, woman on top at ten percent. Outside Wait, of, is that still called missionary? Um, so I would see so yeah, I would go. Missionary cat. is is okay. is dick on top. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then woman on top was that came in at ten percent. Okay. Outside the usual risk, come in the eye, you know, pulled muscles, injured backs, STIs and pregnancy. There are other ways to hurt yourself.
1: Wait, is your come in the eye
2: common? Um, well, I don't know television? if it's common, but it's definitely, yeah, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely, a, it's definitely ouchy. <laughs> it, yeah. it definitely, um, getting, ouchy. Any,
1: getting anything in your eye. You know, yeah. Really, yeah. Um, want anything in your any
2: eye. kind of bodily fluid in your eye? Yeah. Anything in your eye. Anything. Mm. Not eye drops. Even eye drops. I had to get, I had, I had to get, I mean, eye drops not, feel
1: great. No, no, no. No, they feel great. Like two minutes, three minutes later. <laughs> but like when they drop into your
2: eye, it's not like, oh, no, thanks.
1: Feel, uh,
2: no, uh, man, I feel like. You think it's it's instant Dude, relief, for you? especially well, when you are high. I will say this, yeah. The only time I really use eye drops is when I am fucking baked out of my mind. Yeah. Do, you, do you use and eye drops when I, now when you are baked? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I, I kind of need it because like they're so dry. And and when I put the eye drop in, it feels like I am. It feels like I just took a a, a big old gulp of a crisp, mm. crisp oh. pilsner on a hot summer day in oh. my eyeball.
1: Okay, mm. interesting. It's quite nice. Well, maybe I should get myself some. Some uh, eye drops because, uh, yeah, I think I, I think I would like that.
2: So yeah, they say uh, this is an article from Vice, by the way. So they say outside of the usual risks, come in the eye, pulled muscles, injured backs, STIs, and pregnancy, are there other ways to hurt yourself or your partner in the bedroom that don't involve snapping penises? Yeah, frenulum tears. Um, well, they said not really, but that's a good point. Uh, according to men's health, the dangers posed by the four riskiest sex positions and their derivatives mostly include dick breakage. And like reverse cowgirl, you've likely tried them uh, in the eager chef, the receiver. So these are here's some like other these are other positions. Are there. you familiar with the eager chef? I am not. This is the first time I ever heard it. The Can you eager describe chef, the position, I will. The receiver sits on a bench or a table with their legs wrapped around the giver's waist. Who is standing, possibly on their tippy toes and thrusting? Oh, okay. So it's like kitchen sex, like fucking on a yeah, yeah. fucking on a washing machine or like mm, a, yeah. on a dishwasher. Or, not so accessible or, uh, for me, or because a hot, I'm uh, hot stove. I'm short. I'm not. I got yeah. my
1: legs are too short for that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, me too. Mine aren't. I'm six foot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I need to be on like a stool.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need a little. Step- so it's and then eating. that's not a little, as sexy. I need a little. <laughs> yeah, tool. you need a
2: squatty potty to fuck. <laughs> <park. laughs> Put uh, me up on the uh, counter.
1: <laughs> get my stool. Uppies. Uppies. Uppie. Uppie. Oh, God, dude. You turned that. That went so far in another direction so quickly. It was disgusting. You. <laughs> <Ew.
0: laughs> I pictured you naked doing
1: that. Dude, that's the position. That's Uh, the position. The the Uh, eager uh, chef. That's the position in McGregor. So it's great for kitchen
2: sex, but it's bad for accidentally losing your balance, falling, sending pots and pans flying, and smacking your head on the linoleum floor. Especially if you're standing on a stool. Yeah, dude, stepping stools are dangerous. A sex position that's a little more exciting with the uh, introduction of a prop is the Swiss ball blitz. I, say, I feel like the Swiss ball blitz sounds like, like. <laughs> Describe it. All right. Here we go. Ready? The Swiss ball blitz. Let me just turn this down a little bit. It's a little, it's a little heavy. All right. Here we go. Swiss ball blitz. The giver sits on an exercise ball. <laughs> the receiver <laughs> squats over their groin facing away. The receiver is on top here. So too much momentum can result in a similar medical emergency to the reverse cowgirl's promise of a broken dick. Similarly to the Swiss ball blitz in in Stairway to Heaven, which we're going to switch it up here. Stairway, Stairway to Heaven wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my right. God. Oh, we got two wait. songs. You know, we're talking about two things at once. So, So... <laughs> I
1: mean, Stairway to Heaven is...
2: So, so this, is, oh yeah, we got the Swiss ball that says staring Heaven." The receiver's also in the driver's seat, Tracing away, except for the giver seat on the stairs. Oh my god! On oh so this oh, position, <laughs> we have You have to turn off. have to turn off. Holy fuck! Uh, oh, fuck. Okay, let's Go move ahead. on to the cowgirl. The cowgirl plus lean back can lead to hyperextension of the penis caused by uh, oh the cowgirl with a lean back. So not reverse. Not reverse. Regular cowgirl with a lean back.
1: Right, yeah. can lead
2: to hyperextension of the penis yeah. caused by too frequent or in- intensive downward pressure on the shaft. It's all about the angle of the vaginal canal, you know. I mean, really, yeah, yeah. that's that's basically it. Um, at least with that one, um, Men's Health wrote that if the giver feels tugging or a joint like crack, the oh. angle is too a little too extreme. Oh God, I've, I'm familiar with that feeling, and it's not nice. A similar position that causes tugging on the penis is the, um. The the butter churner. <laughs> <laughs> A little more advanced, where the receiver lies on their shoulders with their legs raised up and over their head while the penetrator comes down from above. I that was it's kind of like jackhammer. a hammer. It's kind of like a like like the it's kind of like I I I refer to it as the uh, the the um the oil rigger. That's what I call it too, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. okay.
1: We've all got yeah. it. we've all got our own yeah. little take on it. Now,
2: this can cause hyperextension of the penis, but for the receiver, this position can cause neck injuries, <laughs> uh, especially if the thrusting is too vigorous. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to drill for oil too hard. It's like yeah. a, it's like shoulder stand. Well, yeah,
1: actually if you're if you're doing
0: no it good. properly, you should refer to it as fracking.
2: <laughs> dude yeah that was, was like that yeah. puss that's, oh, what the, Jesus. <laughs> that's not what I say Holy that's fuck. not what I
0: say it's a, dude, take it back. The, this is a, a family show there's a video I was watching that referred to as that. it wasn't it was a documentary
1: interesting okay it, yeah was it on was it a Pornhub documentary no 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 uh, semen is
2: <laughs> is another kind of milk now the spider <laughs> is where both partners lie oh on their backs facing <laughs> each other <laughs> Wait, what is, the fuck? This is a par- how, how does this make you sense? Know this
0: article Bo- <laughs> started off by saying there's not really that many dangerous positions. <laughs> oh, this yeah. one's pretty much is like, just reverse here, cowgirl. And then it's yeah. like
2: here are here's all here's the ways every, every position
0: and the risks associated with now, it. Now,
2: th- this one's kind of hard to think about. The spiders where both partners lay on their backs facing each other. How do you face each other laying on your backs? Crab-like. With the re- okay, I'll just read it. The spider <laughs> like, is where both partners lie on their backs. Facing each other, like crab-like, with the receiver's hips between the givers, while their legs go over the givers' knees and rest flat near their shoulders. Okay, yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, do yeah, yeah. it now. Like <laughs> this, like this. To Come on, hair. you two, get in there, Stick get in there, do the spider like to each other. Yeah, you, put, you
1: just slip it into his butt, dude, butt, <laughs> dude, dude. I actually love that we're talking about this fucking nonsense, but this is another pose that can cause hyperextension it's of the penis. So clear why Vice went bankrupt <laughs> <laughs> okay
2: finally uh finally the last one which uh, i wish i had a fucking uh, uh sound for um the pogo stick uh this is where the penetrator is standing at the penetrated partner um oh, sorry the, the penetrator standing and the penetrated partner koala hugs them groins interlocked uh, poses various risks the receiver could be dropped both partners can fall And unless they're uh, they're incredibly fit, like the three of us, uh, the giver is likely to sustain back and neck injuries.
0: I was thinking a lot of these positions sound like the risk is would be correlated to a lack of fitness. Like a heightened risk is like especially like the Swiss ball one, right? You know, it's like yeah, it's not it's it's not just your control of the ball; it's your control control of your your core muscles. I mean, it's like you
2: know that those those fucking sexy physically just specimens in, in Cirque du soleil they're fought they're having crazy fucking yeah. i mean a, a lot, lot of these moves crazy. they they're probably bending, made up a lot of these moves bending in all
1: sorts of different ways yeah they, yeah
2: they probably did mm. just make all these sex moves up yeah you're probably right well let's move on let's good 20 minutes of that shit <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> These are related, aren't they? <laughs> How do I feel about them? I <laughs> um,
1: hmm. haven't really given them much thought in my, uh, my young 32 years. Um,
0: I've actually thought quite a bit about this because I read a book called um, Eating Right for Your Blood Type. While well, I was at my yoga teacher training, and uh, and it talked about sounds like a bunch of so, so, Sounds like a bunch no, of. Mar- no, mar- I was actually. I me. was going to preface this by saying that actually, I think all of this is it has been disproven. And because I've and heard
1: I, a lot about that, and I was very interested in it, but then I but then I think I saw that it was like not super grounded. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it is. It sounds
0: um, but bit, uh, but something that was flat. interesting. Like the reason why I thought about this was, um, in the book I read that like, A positive uh, blood types. Shouldn't eat meat. It's like the only blood type that, in this book, according to this book, was like uh, should it, should be on a vegetarian or vegan diet. Interesting. Well, and um, the I'm interesting sure thing for blood me type is that has, that has
1: something to do, or your. I'm sure that your blood in general has could I mean, indicate it, whether it would, what from
0: what a bro should... science perspective, you could understand how there would be some sort of yeah. you know, correlation to that, but it may not be true at all. Well, it, yeah, <clears <clears <throat>
1: pretty much so.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> what would you what would you think if I said? There's a, there's a bit of spit out there somewhere that could make you allergic to meat. I've heard of this. I mean,
1: you said at the top of the episode. I've heard, I heard it a long time ago,
2: actually. And this is all, again, this is all related. The, the spit. Do you mean if somebody spit? Meat. No, I heard about, about the tick thing. Oh. And
1: that's not pain.
2: That's quiet. Uh, it's actually about ticks. So, so a meat <laughs> allergy caused by tick spit is getting more common, says, okay. says the CDC. Uh, more than 100,000 people in the U.S. have become allergic to red meat since 2010 because of a weird syndrome triggered by tick bites, according to a government report released Thursday. Now, we can't, we can't trust the government at all. That's so interesting. Just just now, just this Thursday, it's a recent report? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But uh, health officials believe many more have the problem and don't know it. A second report estimated that as many as 450,000 Americans have developed the allergy. That would make it the 10th most common food allergy in the U.S., says Dr. Wow. Scott Commons a um, uh, University of North Carolina researcher who co-authored both papers published by the CDC.
0: Do you guys think this is a uh, a government program to um, genetically engineered ticks that are uh, biting people and giving them meat allergies to take down uh, big meat? Yeah. Probably like I, a left wing thing.
2: Uh, I think this, I think this, I mean, I think all of this is just, uh, I mean, like is just posed. This is all, this is all concocted to keep us in our homes. I think the government would be Probably more is. so
1: in the opposite direction of that.
2: Um, yeah. Well, you'd think so. Next but thing that's you know, they're they going to tell us we got to, we got to get a right. uh, fucking, what a fucking a vaccine, a tick vaccine. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> not, <laughs> not in this, not in my house. <laughs> um, Health officials <laughs> said they're not aware of any confirmed deaths, but uh, people with the allergy have described it as bewildering and terrifying. Um, I never connected it with any food because it was hours after eating, said one patient. Uh, the reaction called alpha gal syndrome. Oh yeah, alpha gal syndrome. Is there a radio sounds like, episode? Sounds like Barbie Land. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> you Am know I what right? I mean. <laughs> 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 you guys haven't seen it yet, so you wouldn't get that. But um, Barbie Land is um, all the gals are alpha. Oh, okay. Mm. and it's not considered a syndrome they, they 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 haven't they haven't had the benefits of patriarchy over there in barbie Bar-bean, world right, that's right, that's right. um so alpha gal syndrome occurs when an infected person eats beef pork venison or other meats from mammals uh or ingest milk uh gelatin or other mammal products vegans fucking love this <laughs> This is a fucking vegan's wet dream here these, in these meat-eaten fuckheads getting allergic to the, the vile evil they're filling their gullets with. It's not caused by a germ. But, it's not caused by a germ, but by a sugar. This is really interesting. Alpha-gal um, that is in meat from mammals um, and in tick spit. So when the sugar enters the body through the skin, it triggers an immune response and can lead to a severe allergic reaction. Scientists had seen reactions in patients taking a cancer drug that was made to, uh, in mouse cells containing the alpha, excuse me, containing the alpha-gal sugar. But in 2011, researchers first re- reported that it could spread through tick bites too. They tied it to the Lone Star Tick, um, mm. which despite its Texas-themed <laughs> name, um, is most common in the Eastern and Southern United States, the world's greatest country. Um, about 4% of all US Americans, uh, the world's greatest people, um, <laughs> uh, about 4% of all the cases have been in the eastern end of New York's Long Island, um, one of the stinkiest places in America. <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't know anything about Long Island. It uh, what, what says like, that there? That's interesting. <laughs> one of the studies released Thursday examined 2017 to 2022 test results from the main US commercial lab looking for alpha-gal antibodies. They noted the number of people testing positive rose from about 13,000 in 2017 to 19,000 in 2022. And experts say cases may be up for a variety of reasons, including Lone Star Ticks expanding range, more people coming into contact with ticks, or more doctors learning about it and ordering tests for it. Mm. Which that's, I mean, I would say all three of those things combined probably are... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's multifactorial it's not, it's not one. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the that's combination
0: crazy. of ticks and tick tock.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if like fifteen years from now we look back and and we go, wow, we accidentally saved the environment because of a because of a total blow up in the tick population, which just bit bit so many people and they got allergic to meat. That meat production fell. And then as a result, I mean, dude, mm. meat production is fucking. I eat, I, I eat meat. I'm not saying this from like a fucking perspective of of like. Earmuffs, I, I, Kyla. I Earmuffs. I don't, I don't eat meat and like eating meat is bad. Meat production is so bad for the environment. It's fucking mind blowing. It's is, way worse
2: than you driving your car. It is uh,
1: way worse. Yeah. But
0: I, I'm just asking this question. I'm not, I, I don't actually know the answer to this, but is, isn't. Uh, like being a vegetarian or veganism also really bad for the environment. Depending on everything you do what is you bad. Cho-
1: everything you do is bad for the environment. Existing it's about, is bad it's for about, the environment. It's, about, it's about, how about how you are as the least amount bad for the environment?
0: Right, but, but what I'm what I'm asking is relative to one another. Um, de- depending on your choices that you make, no, far is less, it,
1: far far less. Everything, everything that you eat, if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, is going to have an impact. Like all the food production has an impact mm-hmm. on the environment. Mm-hmm. It all takes resources. It all takes land. It all take like there's resources involved, and the, and all of those yeah. are contributing in some way, big or small, to in, to you know environmental
2: issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, Me, it, it is, probably is crazy. it probably so, do, it probably does come out in the wash though because because we, I mean, like vegans are super stinky. So they need to, they need, they take long, long, showers. Long, yeah. long, so, like, showers? long showers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like listen to this fact for a second. Yeah. I've got these stats on the top of my head <clears throat> for a specific reason right now. So
2: this has to do with how stinky vegans are, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so so uh, if you want to get 100 grams of protein from beef from beef sources um, 100 grams of protein is a ra- is like a really healthy amount of protein for like uh, like, a, like, I'm 160 pounds ish. 100 grams of protein for me in a single day would be like a really great amount. I could have a little bit less and that'd be fine, but I wouldn't want to get any less than 80 grams.
0: If you're trying to bulk, to, you, you want to and do a gram per pound. Yeah,
1: and if you're trying, exactly. And if you're trying to like really build muscle mass, then you need more than 100 grams. So let's, let's use 100 grams as like what we would want to get in a day.
0: That would be a good goal for for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, for Jerry and I, would be <clears> double. We're trying to get swole. Um, four or five
1: hundred. So hundred grams. If you are getting that from a beef source, that hundred grams of protein, that is going to be six. That is going to use sixteen hundred liters of water to produce that hundred grams. A how many day's worth of protein. How, for, how many toilet flushes for, is for, that? For, it's three hundred and twenty. It's uh, four hundred Four hundred and twenty-five or something.
0: a fucking Rain what? Man over uh, here. You <laughs> see this? But but but, but and, and just so a question the, about that for the, soy protein. But just was, a question about the beef specifically. Yeah. Does it matter? Like, does it vary greatly between where you get your beef from? It's so like wagyu wag- wag- wagyu beef. Only you know, if you went to a, a local about. market down the street versus like something that you buy in the grocery store, does it change very much? These are the like glo-
1: these are these are global statistics. So it it's averages. Prob- so you're probably getting some sources that are way more, and you're getting sources that are way less. So for pea protein, I said soy protein before, but for pea protein... And we're not talking a, about piss protein, we're talking about... It's the, 128 the liters of pea? water. The vegetable pea? 127 or 128 liters of water. So, like, obviously, that's still a fucking crazy amount of water. But compared to beef, it's, it's a, you know, it's like 13 times less or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's just a staggering... And farmed fish is, like, also really, really... Like, animal product protein just t- is like so resource intensive. It's mm. wild.
0: I just find the thing that, and I don't know the answer to this, but the thing, the thing that I question immediately is and like, that's only one. It's like a lot of things. And I guess the thing that I always want to be careful of is like there is a, if, like free range eggs that you get. Like I was driving down the street the other day, and uh, there was a guy who had a sign on the side of his house like eggs, and mm-hmm. he had chickens mm-hmm. in the back backyard. You could buy buy them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, going to that guy and buying eggs is a greatly has a, a, a massively different environmental impact than buying the eggs that you get in the grocery store. Is, is he spelling it A-G-G-S? Yeah, that's what he says, eggs. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said that's it like that. Interesting. interesting. Um, but so that's a, the only point that I'm trying to make or question that I'm trying to ask is like, is it really matters where you get your stuff from at the yeah, end of the but day. but
1: the problem is is that you can't feed the amount of people that we have on this earth by way of those better methods. Yeah. It's impossible. Mm. We can but, barely do it. But we can't even we do it. We can with make the, individual choices. We can't choices even do it with better. the shitty
2: methods. You can. You can make individual choices, but which will people, make you feel better, but, a lot but of it's people not doing it's not doing shit. But a lot right, of people of course, can't yeah. make those choices. Yeah, like yeah. a lot
1: of people have no choice in that matter. Yeah. And they just like, you know, a price is a price. And if it's cheaper, that's the price they gotta that's the price they have to pay if they want that item. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so like there's a lot of there's a lot of obstacles, a ton of obstacles in terms of like feeding the world and mm-hmm. the way in which we do it. And uh it, there's actually only i've one learned solution. i've learned through some recent research that it has got to change and, yeah and i don't know exactly what the answer to that is i know what it
2: is but i think it's this lab yeah. grown meats um it's gonna play a role yeah well i, w- I was gonna say just get, let's get these people bit uh by these ticks yeah, get let's this, just get, get, them get that ticks bit <laughs> yeah uh, people, that'll be the
1: vaccine that people are lining up for that's
2: right that's right uh, yeah not on my house um, and people with the so people with the syndrome can experience symptoms such as hives, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, severe stomach pain, difficulty breathing, dizziness, and swelling of the lips, throat, tongue, or eyelids. Yuck! Uh, unlike some other food allergies, which occur soon after eating, these reactions hit hours later. That's kind of trippy. Some patients have only stomach symptoms, uh, and the American Gastro uh, Gastroenterological Association. Says people with unexpected diarrhea, nausea, and abdominal pain should be tested for the syndrome. Uh, doctors counsel people with the allergy to change their diet, carry epinephrine, and avoid tick bites. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> yeah, like, for yeah, sure. Yeah, avoid tick that bites. makes I'm sense. Trying to avoid tick
1: bites on the regular.
2: Uh, the allergy can fade away in some people. Um, Commons has seen that happen in about 15 to 20% of his patients, uh, but, the, but the key is avoiding being rebitten. Mm -hmm. uh so so if you're having those kinds of symptoms and you're wondering what the fuck's going on with me maybe you've got alpha gal syndrome yeah that's wild. um i was gonna talk about the superconductor thing but let's just bypass that um no brian's horny for it um we're kind of running out low on time all right i really want to hit this what the health what the hell leprosy i thought leprosy was I saw this. I saw this the other day. Old news. And I just
1: saw. I just saw the headline, so I don't know anything about it. But I saw that there was just like a crazy uptick in leprosy cases.
2: Yeah, Florida man. Oh, uh, shit, leprosy is is real hot right now for all those Florida mans. Um, leprosy cases in Central Florida account for nearly twenty percent of the national cases. So leprosy,
1: as I see, my exposure to leprosy is in movies, and it's usually in relation to um, like uh india or something like like a long
2: time ago like before that
1: leprosy now we used to if you get leprosy it's like yeah it was like a long time
2: ago if you got leprosy they would like they would go you are getting the fuck out of here we're gonna put you with the colony of lepers what is leprosy and how do you what like what is happening and how do you get it well brian thanks for asking (laughs) um it's a it, it has to do with the skin it's like a skin disease so Uh, Rising evidence is pointing to the possibility that leprosy has become an endemic in the southern U.S., uh, best country in the world, with Florida being named among the top reported states. Best state in the U.S. In a recently published research letter regarding emerging infectious diseases... The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, yep, we were right. just talking about them a moment ago. Mm, uh-huh. mm, familiar. Uh, they said that Florida is witnessing an increase in leprosy uh, cases lacking traditional risk factors and recommending that travel to Florida be considered when conducting leprosy contract tracing in any state. Mm. Uh, leprosy, which is scientifically known as Hansen's disease,
1: is a Poor chronic
2: guys. infectious disease that primarily affects the skin and uh, peripheral nervous system. Uh, Malaria in Florida, uh, though malaria cases are waning, you should still take precautions. Uh, You know what? Sorry, what? don't know where that came from. Uh, Let's just get rid of that. Uh, The number of reported leprosy cases across the country has doubled over the past decade, according to the CDC. Citing data from the National Hansen's Disease Program, the CDC says there were 159 new cases reported in the U.S. in 2020. Nearly 70% of those new cases were reported in Florida. California, Louisiana, Hawaii, New York, and Tejas. What? Florida stands out uh, in the report for two reasons. Wait, what, what was the last one? Tejas. Oh, Texas. Uh, Central Florida <laughs> alone accounted for nearly 20% of the total number of cases reported nationally. And several new cases, um, case patients in Central Florida demonstrated no clear evidence of zootonic exposure or traditionally known risk factors. So they're kind of going. They're like, "Fuck! How are you getting this?" We didn't. I, didn't, even, I thought, I thought
0: leprosy was totally eradicated.
1: I think you have to. Uh, so, so as I uh, again, from my limited understanding, I remember. I, I, we don't I, hear about it much. You no, know. I remember. So I know that there was like leprosy, like colonies, in, in especially in India. And you were like basically, if you were like living in a slum in India, you were a and leper, you, and you got leprosy, like you were banished, and like you had to live in this other. And then, the but the there was a a massive stigma because there was a lack of you know complete lack of understanding about like what the disease is and how you transmit it. And they Mm -hmm. thought that like if you were just around somebody, you could get leprosy from them. But I believe it's contracted through like saliva, Um, not sexually, not specifically a sexually transmitted disease. But
2: yeah, we're about to get to that. Um, So, so Hansen's disease, Mm -hmm. leprosy, um, is a disease that primarily infects the skin, and the nerves in the skin, Uh, though it can sometimes infect other parts of the body, like the lining in the airway passages of the nose, and according to the Florida Department of Health, uh, this is the case. Uh, It has been around for thousands of years, with the earliest known records appearing in China and India around 600 BC, which is kind of impossible because uh, time didn't exist, 600 BC. That's right. Yeah. And we all know that.
0: It only started... 2,000 years ago. That's right.
2: Despite its biblical description, the disease is not easily spread. So it's not easily spread. Uh, and about 95% of people that have natural, uh, 95% of people have natural protective immunity, according to oh. the FDOH. FDO. Leprosy can be easily, uh, can, can be easy to treat, especially if it's addressed early. However, going without treatment can result in permanent nerve damage. The disease is caused by mycobacterium leprae, Uh, which is a slow-growing type of bacteria. It can often take years for signs and symptoms to develop following exposure because of the bacteria. Once the first sign of infection appears, it can take anywhere between two weeks to two months for it to progress. Now, what are the signs and symptoms? Uh, Early signs of leprosy include pale or slightly red areas or rash on the body that is often associated with a loss of sensation in the affected area. Taylor, that might be what you had. Um, other symptoms include loss of feeling tick. in the hands and oh, feet, right, yeah. uh, dry, stiff, and sometimes painful skin in the affected area, mm. Mm, stiff. thinning of the eyebrows and eyelashes if the face is involved. You don't have that. Nasal con- <laughs> I do not. Nasal congestion is sometimes reported. You gotta trim those suckers. <laughs> and yeah, to, I told you I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let them grow out for you guys so you Day can take. They They uh, tick. If the disease goes untreated, weakness in the muscles and the hands and feet can also occur. Here's a photo of a guy that has it. And you can see there's also, you can also see how he's developed these black line, these black <laughs> bars across his eyes. It's very scary. This looks like what I would imagine them, um, Walter White to look like if he got bad leprosy. It, it looks, he, like, looks Walter like Walter White. like Walter White yeah. with
1: leprosy. And like spent a, some time uh Spent really some, some hard time. Spent some hard in jail. time. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: can leprosy be treated or cured? Well, leprosy is a curable disease. Doctors prescribe antibiotics for patients with leprosy. Patients are typically no longer infectious after a few days of antibiotics, but the treatment lasts between one to two years due to the bacteria's slow growth. Oh, crazy! That oh, is pretty wild. wild. Wait, one so you just take years? like oh.
0: oral antibiotics for like two, one yeah. to two? I mean, years. I'm guessing it's probably yeah. oral.
1: Dude, that's it. Yeah.
2: or anal. Uh, leprosy is contagious and can be trans- transmitted by untreated people infected with the disease. However, most people have a natural protective immunity, like I said earlier. Exposure to people infected with leprosy should still be avoided, especially among family members as protected protective immunity is genetic. So should we well, put great. them in a colony? I mean,
1: it sounds like it sounds like um it sounds like we should not even... we. It sounds like we just shouldn't be afraid at all. But it really,
0: it really kind of just made it sound like no big deal. So, I yeah. think it
1: kind of is no big deal. I mean, wait, like, wait, if
0: you get it, you want to treat wait, it. Wait, is this a case of the headline making us feel sort of a little bit perhaps scared? Well, I think and that's then, what, I mean, Well, that's the headline was... The content ju- but of the, the, the... headline
2: was, leprosy cases in Central Florida account for nearly 20% of national cases and you could be next. I mean, that's all it said. <laughs> That is. <laughs> you could be. It didn't say That's you could be. That's kind of scary. It didn't, it didn't say and you could be. Um, about, about the transmission, though, this is interesting. Um, so it isn't actually fully known how it's transmitted due to its uncommon nature. Hmm. But scientists do know that it is not spread through casual contact, sexual transmission, or from mother to fetus. Hmm. Uh, the prevailing theory is that high levels of the bacteria developed in a person's nose. And are spread to others not immune through prolonged contact. Like prolonged like what? Like, like like nasal lip, licking, like, that kind that of sounds,
0: thing. That sounds that sounds kinda of hard to believe though. Like how could you say Does that it? you it can't it's it's not really transmitted through like sex, but like, you know Sex prolonged it could just not be, sex. It could just be that prolonged. you sneezed or something. Speak no. for yourself,
2: brother.
1: <laughs> yeah. For Jeremy's Jeremy's in it for the long haul. <laughs> Um well no, because it's not a sneeze either. Oh yeah. It's not a oh,
2: yeah.
0: sneeze <laughs> That is a long haul. It's not a You know how long that, that clip is? Like, if I let it well, run? I've seen the movie. Three and so a minute and twelve long. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: makes that and that is why I've never laughed harder at a movie scene in my whole <laughs> uh, life.
0: But so wait, just just so um, that you can clarify for me, how do you how do they think that you might transmit
2: like it? Li- like but, licking but, inside people's nostrils? Yeah, like, like
1: a singular exposure to the bacteria from somebody sneezing or something is not going to give it to you. You need to be like... And you've you never done be, that while having sex? Br- no, dude. We're talking about... You're probably talking about days. I do it for a
0: second.
2: Like I do it for a,
1: a split second.
0: And so you're not nervous? No. Okay.
1: No. You do it for days. It's, it's like a, people you live with, you spread leprosy too. So if you're having sex with the people that you live with, then you're probably giving them leprosy. But not during sex, specifically. More but so like during that the, could be more in... so during
2: the pillow talk after sex. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, doing, that's when, way when, more the danger zone. To you me, that's your, part when of When you're sex, doing dude. your aftercare. Most
1: people don't understand the dangers of pillow talk. It's <laughs> that should a have been that line. It's a very dangerous. And also, activity. that is
0: part of the sexual experience. You sh- like, that should be part of your... 100%. Yeah.
1: It's just not
2: explicitly sexual.
1: Of Chapter of pronoun.
2: Privilege. Point of personal privilege. Oh, I uh, yes. just like to make a point of personal privilege <laughs> here and say that the episode is over. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And uh, if you are in a city, you should look to see if if Stephen Jenkinson is coming to that city. You should. I think the tour is still going. Actually, here. You know what? Let's do a let's do a a night of grief and mystery. Uh, let's see when that show is coming to towns um i have to pee we've got let's see here i'm gonna i'm gonna list it out right now because we love steven so much wednesday august 2nd that's today uh playing in halifax so you missed it um but uh thursday you missed that one too because this comes out friday so he was he missed you missed it if you were in annapolis royal uh he's gonna be in saint andrews new brunswick today if you listen to this episode when it came out saturday the 5th uh dalhousie new brunswick uh, Tuesday the eighth, London, UK. Oh shit. That's a big that's it. Thursday, August tenth, Penzance, England. Uh, Monday the fourteenth, Malmo, Sweden. Uh, Thursday the seventeenth, Sigtuna, Sweden. Friday the eighteenth, Angsbaka, Sweden. Are we gonna just are we gonna go through all of these? <laughs> yes, yeah, fucking yeah, let's do them all. Here we go. Nineteenth, Oslo, Norway. The 22nd of, of uh, August, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wow, they're really bouncing Dude, around they here. they really bounce, eh? uh, Fucking August 23rd, Duluth, Minnesota. I You goddamn know if you're living in Duluth, you need something to do, go to this. Uh, Thursday, the 24th, Cleveland, Ohio. Friday, the 25th, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sunday, the 27th, Asheville, North Carolina. And there's a bunch of dates for September, too. So go look. Yeah, thank God you're not going to go through Orphanwisdom.com. Let's see what the last date is. That is crazy. The very last the- date. In August, he's doing that Holy many shit, different he's, places. He's doing a lot of fucking dates. All the way up till December 3rd. Holy shit. Montreal, Quebec. I actually looked. I actually. <laughs> Back in Canada. I actually looked at uh, those tour crazy. dates, and I thought you were going to go through
0: all of them. And there. I didn't uh, realize
2: how many there were. There's like. They're going to be tired. <laughs> yeah. Steven's an old man. How can he do that? He is not young. He's going to. He's, he's got gonna, orphan <laughs> wisdom. He's going to need to take a nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he's got a lot of pep, though. All right. Thanks. for Thanks. Tune in, uh, support the podcast, leave a rating, review, go to the Discord, come hang out, and let us know what your thoughts are, uh, and uh, do that.
1: And if you want to be a guest on the show, go to sickboypodcast.com and click on the link and fill out the form, and you might be a guest on our show.
0: Show out to all the people that we love and help make this show happen. Uh, Donovan Morgan, Rich O'Coin, Jeff Lowness, and everyone else, we love you.
1: That's
2: it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I am Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy.